Sports Beat on the Bay. Good morning, everybody. This is Sportsbeat 88.7 on your dial for Monday, March 21st with Dave Percival and... Dan Caswell. And... Grant's here as well. Guys, how are you doing? I missed you guys last week. It's, uh, you know what, we had a week off and it feels very strange to be back in here in studio. It was very lonely for me. There was lots going on last week too. We we took off a week when there was more sports than we've had all year. I know. I know, and that's kind of funny. That, that yeah. thought had crossed my mind as well. <laughs> Um, we a phenomenal uh, week of, of sports activity, but l- let's get right into it if we can. Um, start with my favorite, though, the Toronto Maple Leafs. Big move, uh, a great move, actually, bringing in, and I, I'll, I'll get your opinion on it, Dano. Uh, Giordano, Mark Giordano from the Seattle Kraken. A Toronto boy, too, which you got to love. Yep. Real gritty, good hockey player. For a couple of second-round picks in 22-23, a third-round pick in 24, and most importantly, Seattle pays half his salary. Yes. Do, you, do you like this, Dan? Do you like everything about this? It's a, it's a great deal. It's not a great long-term deal, but it's a great deal for right now. Why would he not sign in Toronto, though? Like, I know these guys are, then they, they're marked a rental, but why would he not consider maybe ending his career in Toronto? Dollar-wise, maybe, that they don't have the money to pay him? Would he not want to end his career in uh, Calgary if he had a chance? Now that's a good point, but but I maybe uh, I'm playing the game yeah. that he's a Toronto boy. I but. think what he, he's just leaving all the doors open for... You know what could be his final season next year. But you know, in fairness, the Leafs didn't. They did a good thing here because let's face it, last year they learned their lesson with Nick Foligno, who couldn't help himself, was injured, yep. gave up a first round pick, and they don't want to give up any of these this uh, Matt, uh, Patrick Nice and these guys yep. who are really good players. But it puts the Leafs in kind of a not a bad position. Now, can you don't mean to put you on the spot, yep. but what do you see them doing before three o'clock today, if anything? Probably more on the back end. I mean, there's, you know, the, the, the big popular choice right now is, is uh, goaltending. I, I think they're, they're kind of, they have to trust the system with their goaltending. Uh, it is decent. They have waived Mrazek. So what that means is they're opening up for uh, a move to bring in another goalie, uh, which will likely happen. But I'm thinking that Campbell, uh, if healthy, will be their go-to come playoff time and should be, should be successful. I agree with you. Now, now I think the the kid has done a tremendous job, as Grant said earlier. This uh, this Eric Schalgren is a yep. good looking goaltender, so uh, you know they're com- they're comfortable enough to give him the backup role now, which you gotta like yep. with Morazic. You couldn't go with Morazic. No. I'm I don't think they're done though yet. I think there's spots that they can fill. No, they're not done at all. I, I think they have to get better. Boston's getting better. Tampa's getting better. Florida's getting better. Like everyone's getting better, and the Leafs need to get better as this well. This is the muscle beach of hockey. Yes, these these big these big muscular teams get more and more muscular, right? Yeah, no, for sure. But I think the guy they're after today, and I hope they can land him. They do need to do something with the bottom lines. Um, there can be a little more grit or something. I don't know if grit's the right word on that fourth line. Tyler Mott from Vancouver is the guy they want, and the, he he's hard to play against. Yeah. Those guys that have that reputation being hard to play against, you want them. Don't no, you? for sure. You know, now this guy Colin Blackwell they got too. I don't know enough about him, but he they say he's a gritty. Uh, came with uh, Giordano. Yeah, very defensive. They call him a uh, uh, you know like third line kind of player. That that is exactly what you're talking about. But he's not a big guy though. No, you know, he's not. He's like uh, I think he's five eight, 180 pounds or something like that. So he's not very big at all. Travis Dermott experiment has is now officially over. He's a Vancouver Canuck. Uh, shed some salary. Third line. Uh, he's he's officially gone to Vancouver, which is good for Travis Dermott. I don't. He just never found his way in no. Toronto. I, now, what about Hall? You think he will be on the move as well? 
I don't I, think so. I don't think they. they I've need... never. I, I don't know. I just can't see Hall like as a, a trial Maple belief moving forward. Like they, it just they give these right hand shot defensemen though. They, it's like because he's a right hand shot, but he's oh. had a poor year. Yeah. And as James and uh, our, our man here had indicated, for a big guy, he gets caught and hit a lot. Like he's certainly slow to get to the puck, slow to react, all, yeah. slow reaction time all the time. Yeah, 100%. Right? So yeah, so we'll see how it all plays out. It's uh, it's exciting times. Now you know, spring is spring is when we're hopeful, right? And this is hopeful stuff, but it's better than hope. <laughs> the Toronto Blue Jays. How about this? How about them landing Chapman from Oakland? A the third. No. He hit 30 we, home runs. I almost called you last week. We were just like, okay, we got we got to go back in and talk about it. <laughs> I know it's fantastic. Yeah. He hits 30 home runs in a park where nobody can hit a home run. Yep. They've said they've already earmarked him for 40 home runs and he he's a vacuum at third base. It's yep. exactly what the Jays wanted. So management, the Jays are all in to win. Um what caught my attention other than the obvious is the starting pitching. Um now that they've added uh the, the Japanese fellow from Seattle, mm-hmm. Ryu is a fourth starter on this team. They could have the best pitching in baseball. I sure hope so. All right, I'm fired up. Are you fired up about the Jays, Grant? <laughs> Very. I'm on fire. <laughs> <laughs> You're always on fire. But it's amazing. I don't think they need their month. They've already played two or three inter-squad games, and the season starts really soon. I can't wait to see it. No, it's going to be great. And, and it is fantastic to see a guy like Ryu, who's a former Cy Young winner, to be now in the fourth position. Yeah, it's and and notably he had a great year last year. Yeah, yeah, he was he was good. He failed a little bit in the end, yeah. but it's an exciting time. And I'm on a real roller coaster up the hill oh, with the Toronto Raptors. Raptors. Oh, yeah. oh, have they been good? Six, six straight, to seven. Six straight road win. Yeah, fantastic. And to go into Philadelphia with Harden and Embiid and beat them ninety three eighty eight with no Van Fleet and no Anobi. This is this is fantastic stuff. Well, I don't know if it was luck or if it was the Raptors' defense that shut down uh, Harden because, I mean, he is a, a Swiss Army knife. Like, he has so many different ways that he can beat a team. And uh, they, they just shut him down in the final minutes. And how good is Scotty Barnes? And you, you're the one that has said that. This kid is fantastic. I'm so glad they didn't uh, take your guy. It sucks. <laughs> I, I'm so grateful that they landed him because yeah. for guys that didn't know when he came in, he was rated up near the top, but not near the top. He's outstanding. Yeah, he's having a great year. And he's year. getting better and better. So before we get to your March Madness, we got a couple other things we should talk about. Yeah. The two, well, have we even talked about Tom Brady? No. All right, what about, okay, everybody. Because that was Grant, all last week, Dan, right? Right. Tom Brady coming back. What do you just? What do you think? What do you think about this? What was he playing? What game was he playing? I don't know. He's, he's he had a uh, couple weeks at home with his family. He <laughs> couldn't take it. Do you realize he wanted to get back to work? I so don't he know. realizes what the rest of us do on a day to day basis, and no, he better get probably back. Probably just uh, at that age, there's probably a lot of emotion and and quick reflection, especially losing, you know, uh, early for for Tom Brady. And it was probably like looking in the mirror, hey, I'm 44 years old or 43 years old, and I've had enough. Um, but then he kind of sits back and talks to some of his teammates, probably is one of his best buds, Gronk. And he's like, nah, I'm ready to go. What do you think, Grant? What's your take on it? I think that his, uh, one of his children came home from school and looked at him and said, Dad, they're saying at school that the reason that you're retiring is you just don't have another year in you. 
<laughs> that's what I think it was. Yeah, okay, that's f- fair <laughs> enough. But I, what I find funny about it is that he he did take the time around Super Bowl to retire, made it all about Tom Brady, and now he's back. Yeah. Now, in the same vein, the, and this uh, this could backfire. I think Deshaun Watson to Cleveland. Baker Mayfield is out. He wanted to trade. He's getting yeah. his wish. He shouldn't have opened his mouth. Deshaun Watson, they gave away a ton of picks to get Deshaun Watson. And you know what? He could miss the entire year. The NFL have not meted their punishment yet. Well, I was just about to ask that. He's already missed a full year. Yeah, because of all the investigations, right? Right. He's still got us, and he also has to deal with 22 civil suits. 22 of them in Houston, Texas. 22. Plus an NFL suspension, plus that year off. And I don't care how great he is. He's in the prime of his career. That could backfire so badly on a really good Cleveland team. I, what do you think? I'm going to be really intrigued. Emerging Cleveland team. Uh, you're not going to give them good? Nope. Oh, Dan. Not yet. Know. All right. Well, I'm not going to. Well, gonna... I mean, look at their, what their performance last year. I you thought know? they were they were pretty, they were, they they were good. good. They're good. Okay. Emerging. All right. They they need like I thought they had the pieces to get them over the hump and and because they had such a great year the year before and making the playoffs and all that sort of stuff. But last year, it was you know maybe it was Baker Mayfield that was the difference and and causing them not to be as good as they should be. Right, but he got his wish. I love to see an athlete fire his mouth off and then have them back it up. And yeah, he's yeah. got he's got to find a team now. I'm sure he will. I'm yeah. sure he'll land somewhere. So uh, well, if I'm, Carson Wentz can find a team, then Baker then Mayfield. Maker, yes, yes, Baker Mayfield certainly can. All right, um, your March Madness, Dan. This is this is a great time. It's exciting stuff. Well, we're going into the Sweet Sixteen. Yep. Uh, this upcoming weekend, uh, there's some. It's been a real interesting uh, year in March Just before, Madness. sorry, I just want to just to keep you guys up to date with this. Uh, they just, uh, Chicago Blackhawks have just traded goaltender Marc-Andre Fleury to the Minnesota Wild. There you go. Well, there's another team, another Muscle Beach team. The <laughs> Minnesota a- Wild are a team that could win it all, too. There's yes. a lot. That's a good move for Minnesota. No, for sure. Um, but going back to the March Madness, yes. you have like, you know, some of these uh, brackets going in the Sweet 16. Kind of there's there's no surprises there. Like with them in the Midwest, you have number one Kansas versus number four Providence. Uh, you know, in the South, you have number one Arizona versus number four Houston. And in the West, you got number one Gonzaga versus number four uh, Arkansas. But where there's like, there's, there's a couple notables. First off, this St. Peter's team, they are unbelievable. Like they in the in the first uh, round they beat uh, number two Kentucky. Second round they they dominated number seven Murray State. It just didn't seem close the whole game. Like I guess their defense is is something else in the sense that they cause the other team to make shots that they don't want to make. Okay. Like, you know? Yeah. And so there's there's a, like the shooting percentage against St. Peter's is usually pretty low because they their whole D is about causing uh, you know out the outside shot to be taken in an uncomfortable spot, like not to like not allowing the, their like the other team's offense to get comfortable. Well, those are two huge wins too. Yeah, right? huge it's wins. Not, it's not just a fluke that they won those no, two games. No, and so they're they're coming up against uh, I think on Friday versus uh, Purdue. Which is ranked number three. They've uh, they've kind of rolled through the tournament as suspected. Um, but another notable is uh, you have number eleven uh, Michigan that is uh, still rolling through, and they they're playing number two Villanova. Um, they're they're playing very good basketball. Uh, Juwan Howard, <clears throat> the ex uh, Fab Five or Fab Four guy, 
Uh, he is, uh, he's got these guys playing tremendously. And, but the one big game that I'm really intrigued about uh, for two reasons, one, just be liking the University of Miami, but you have two uh, like high-seeded teams that are f- uh, facing off against each other in the Sweet 16, number 10 Miami versus number 11 Ohio, Ohio State. So that's, to me, it's, uh, it's a pretty incredible that you have those two double-digit seeds that it will be facing off together in the Sweet 16. Now, who do you, now where is St. Where is Peter's, Dan? Not to put you on the spot. You know where that school is? Yeah, New Jersey. Just we're, outside of Jersey City. I looked it up over the weekend because I'm like, where are these yeah, guys from? But there's, there's always a school like this. Like, these guys, we've never heard of them before, no. have we, in this no. thing? So no. it's amazing to me that they there's always these outliers that show up and, and end up in these uh, big hunts with these other teams. Yeah, for sure. And it's, it's, it's amazing because... What they get a lot of popularity because they're the underdogs, and they find that you know people who've never cheered for them are now cheering for them because you know here they are as a 15th seed, and they're they're just chopping down all these giants. Now, if you had to make a call, and I know you follow this fairly closely, if you had to make a call, who do you like right now? I know it's a, there's a long way to go, but who do you really like as a team? Do you have your do you have a favorite? Uh, Gonzaga looks really strong. And uh, Duke, I think Duke with Coach K's, you know, this is final year coaching. I think the players are going to probably play as hard as they can, if not harder than they'd even imagine to bring home a championship in his final year. All right. Well, that's that's very concise. It's going to be, well, it's exciting stuff. Now, it all ends in a, a couple of weeks. So you're down to 16 right now. Yeah. Yep. All right. Well, that's I awesome. Mean, one of the other notables would just be that uh, – Baylor lost to uh, you know University of Carolina, North Carolina in the second round, and Baylor was the champs last year. So there's no chance of a uh, repeat for them. Fantastic. They're the only number one seed that's gone out. Great. All the other three number one seeds are still in. All right, very good, great job, Dano, as always. But we'll have. Uh, I'll tell you what, to our listeners out there, spring is here. Yep. It was not here a week and a bit ago. Are you yes. signing off here? I was going to. Oh, I got well. Hey, I got. But a, I'm not going to sign no, off if you no. have something you no, want to say. I got a couple say. more things we can talk oh, more. Okay. Yes. You know, obviously about trade deadline or the the deadlines today. So we'll talk all about. We'll break it all down on Wednesday. Yes. We'll talk more about all these NFL moves that have happened. Yes. On Wednesday, but right now I should talk a little F1. Oh come on! All right. Okay. All right. <laughs> Before you do, the text line said that perhaps they could trade uh, trade Hall for some sandwiches. <laughs> oh, oh, oh yeah. wow! That was our own James. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Good, good on you, James. I like that. Uh, a nice deli sandwich. I can yeah. Right now. <laughs> uh, anyways, F one. Uh, it wasn't. Uh, you know, this year is looking to shape up. I mean, it's only race number one, but it's uh, looking to shape up uh, a little bit uh, more competitive than last year. You had, you know, as we talked last year and, and joked a lot, it was it was either Verstappen who won or Hamilton who won. And we, you know, it was that was that was the year pretty much, and uh, it went down to the wire with Verstappen taking the drivers' championship. But uh, this year you have Ferrari, that was one and two with uh, Charles Leclerc and Carlos Sainz, and that to me that's awesome. You know, good for them. Ferrari's kind of been out of the picture for a while, and they're back, uh, or appear to be back. Hamilton was third, but he really didn't have a chance of being on the podium until both Red Bulls were DNF. Oh, okay. So, uh, yeah, so both Verstappen and uh, Perez, uh, well, unfortunately with Perez, he was in third place and would have 
been in third place, but his car uh, blew up on the last lap. Uh, Verstappen's car didn't make it to past the 54th lap. And uh, so both Red Bulls were out. And then, uh, you know, some other notables to the race is you had the McLarens. Hey, Percy, you're falling asleep over there. Yeah, both McLarens were really bad. Like, they were almost uh, the last cars to finish. The only ones that were worse than them was this Nico Hulkenberg and uh, Canadian uh, Nicholas uh, Latifi. So that's it. Are you sure? You can wake up now and sign off. <laughs> well, it's a very it's a very good report, and I know it makes the brass here happy, too. Oh, very happy. Before but you I, go, though, I want to say it's nice to have you guys back. It's nice yeah. to be back. It's it's good good to it be was back. a long week last week. I know. Yeah. I missed you, Grant, yeah. actually. Yes. See, I, no, I, I, missed, I missed you both, all to right. be quite honest. Well, I guess we're not going to miss each other at all. We'll be <laughs> to our listeners out there. Get out and enjoy the spring-like weather. It's beautiful, beautiful stuff. And we'll be back on Wednesday with more sports.